0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. Okay, okay. Welcome back to the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy, and I am incredibly pleased to have back with me again today, Tamika. Franklin, the founder of Precision Franchise LLC. So last week, we got to hear a bit more about what drew Tamika to this particular industry, this business where she helps future business owners choose their proven model of business. And so I'm really excited to talk today because we are going to talk about the types of businesses you wouldn't necessarily expect to be franchise businesses. We're going to be taking a closer look at service-based businesses within this proven model of business. So Tamika, thanks again for joining me today. Thank you again for having me. So I think when we think of franchises, people think of the fast foods Mm -hmm. more often than not, right? Yes. So what are some of the franchises that are service-based that people don't typically think of?
1: So with franchises, there are over 40 industries. Yeah. <laughs> so what I like to say is, you know, anything that you have an interest or almost anything you have an interest in or that are ve- that you're very passionate about, you can probably find a proven business model, you know, to match that. Which is why, you know, during my consultations I ask the questions that I asked so that I can, you know, tap into that. So some that may surprise uh surprise you would be like like real estate. You have uh business coaching, believe it or not. What? you have <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's a huge brand for business coaching. You have financial services, education is big. Hmm. You know, especially for some of the uh, flexibility, you have STEM programs, you have tutoring services, daycares. There's there's so many um, within each industry, but but yeah, uh, you know, things to support uh, real estate as well, like maybe maintenance management companies, you know, things of that nature. It's a lot, a lot of home improvement.
0: (laughs) Wow, okay, yeah, I I had absolutely no idea that that even as like, if you were a business coach or let's say you wanted to be a business coach, that that would be a potential avenue at, like through franchising. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Like, and I think that's, that's really important because for anybody who knows that they love, let's say like, I like the business coaching example. Cause for me, that's just so surprising. You know, you want to do this, but you're like, but the thing that trips up most uh, professional service providers, as as I've interacted with them, is actually the business side of things, right? Like mm-hmm. they'll be an amazing coach, but they're like, why am I not making money? Why am I not making as much money? Like why am I always so stressed out about admin and systems and all this other stuff? And potentially by working or by owning a franchise, you could be the business coach you want to be mm-hmm. with some like built-in infrastructure. That actually leads me to my next question. Okay, so what does the relationship and I there I know that it can vary, but what does the relationship look like between the franchisee, the the owner of the franchise and like the franchisor, the owner of the brand? What is, what does that relationship look like?
1: And and that is very important. That's definitely very important because this is something that I emphasize, uh, to, to anyone, to anyone, my clients that you want to get a sense of what the culture is and how the level of support you know, how are they Mm -hmm. supporting you in this brand? So you would have many brands that will provide you with a mentor or with a mentor or coach for a duration of of time. It could be 12 months, it could be six months, but overall you would still have access to anyone that you need, you know, but to have an assigned coach, that's something that, you know, a lot of brands are doing as well. So there's a lot of pre-launch training mm-hmm. that they they provide you with, resources, CRM programs. You know, some brands have call centers on your behalf, web leads. Some brands will make outbound calls, you know, for lead generations. Uh, so it, it is very varied, but the level of support is what's important. And every brand is different as far as how, you know, that area of support that they are providing and how much support they're providing. you.
0: Okay. All right. So, so just, I have, I have to ask because I'm, I'm a marketing person. So, so there would even be brands out there, right? Not every brand, but like there are even brands out there that would be able to offer support for things like
1: marketing. Absolutely. So, you know, you have the brands where you wouldn't have to worry about setting up um, your social medias and and engaging or putting up particular posts and videos, etc. Any type of collateral, whether it's digital or print. (laughs) they uh, Because
0: I know somebody heard that right now and they're like, wait, what? I don't have have to worry about posting. What? Let's talk a little bit more about that.
1: (laughs) So, yes, they, you know, they have like an entire marketing team just for your business.
0: Wow, okay. And I I think that that's really really amazing. And I I did work with a company that was that was a, a franchise and and so one of the things that I noticed too is like some some franchises also offer things like like systems, right, that you can use like infrastructure, like the back end uh infrastructure to help you and so you don't have to like decide or go find and and try to set it up and make it work, right? Like that's Yeah. yeah that's got to save a ton of time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a ton of time, a ton of money. I think you know that's one thing that a lot of people don't think about. Sometimes it's like you know you go into business and you don't think about a lot of the little nuances that you're that you're gonna need. That's gonna cost you time, and it's gonna cost you money. And time is money as well, right? So yes. it's Pay definitely, yeah, it's definitely a way to to cut down that that startup phase, and so it cuts down the time as far as. Even how long it's going to take for you to ramp up, you know, to get into black, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's some of the powerful things that you need to uh, consider, you know, uh, the the benefits of of owning a franchise.
0: Right. And so we're looking at so different support, different types of support in different departments of your business. Right. So potentially mm-hmm. marketing and, and infrastructure that could be, mapping, but,
1: you have, right. you know, real estate as far as like, if it is a brick and mortar, just, you know, being able to, you know, lease negotiations and, you know, finding, you know, the, the right property with, you know, in the right area, all of that.
0: Um, and yeah, actually just thinking of that, like if, if you're looking at like leasing, you have the brand recognition, right? So that yeah. can also help you when you're trying to to find somewhere to actually set up shop if that's your model of business. You have the brand recognition. So people are like, oh, I know that. And that immediately gives you a whole bunch more trust versus, you know, something that, you know, people may or may not have heard of before. Um, you know, again, that's an interesting point. You just reminded me of something, actually.
1: That actually mm. can be very helpful in in terms of lending as well because, yes. um, yeah, you just that just popped in my head. I mean, just going into a bank with, you know, the fact that you're owning a proven business model, you know, as opposed to you
0: starting something from scratch, you do have a better chance. Right. Like that's that's got to help things weigh in your favor. That's awesome. And so, yeah, so we're looking at, we're looking at all types of. Business support, as well mm-hmm. as like technology and infrastructure and education, right? We're even yeah. looking at education because of of all the education and, and the business su- education support that they'll be able to give. So that is just a, a treasure trove right there. Um, and I think this ties in nicely too, but that's that's part of what you help people do, right? Is you help them look at the opportunities and gauge based on that person's strengths and weaknesses, like which opportunities would be best for them, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And so, like, I'm a marketing person. So for me, it might not weigh as heavily, right? Looking at, oh, yeah, we, you know, I definitely need all of the help with, with marketing. So I want to, I would, I would prefer a franchise that would give me that support. Whereas, you know, I may be able to be comfortable, right? Looking at other opportunities, because I feel like I'm very strong. In marketing, but maybe my preference would be you know what? I'm so tired of all of these systems, these technology systems that don't talk to each other. I would love to own a franchise that gives me that where the franchisor gives me the support in the terms of like a, a cohesive and integrated technology system, right? Where all the things talk to each other or something. Right. So that's, <laughs> that's fascinating. Okay. So, in terms of looking at working with you i know we did not talk about this before but what is one thing that you wished that more people knew before they started working with you
1: the one thing that i wish that they that more people knew i think it's i think it's the mindset
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think just happened that that mindset and an openness to To knowing, to hearing about all the different opportunities that are out there that may align with them. So, like, I think the one thing that comes to mind, like, there's something you said earlier when uh, you spoke on, you know, well, you're a marketing person, et cetera. You know, someone may think that they would have to be in that industry already. And Mm -hmm. that's probably where they would focus, you know, on like that industry. Like, okay, if you're coming to me, it's like, okay, well, I got to show her you know, coaching, you know, franchise, but that may not be it. You know, you might be really passionate about something with, uh, surrounding children, you right. know, and it may not. And then, and, and, and then even that could take a different direction. It may not be, you know, children as far as you one-on-one or, you know, something where it's, you're dealing with smaller kids, but maybe a, a fundraising franchise is going to be good for you because of, you know, Maybe it's stronger in the processes that you are not stronger in and Mm -hmm. like the overall, you know, goal or mission of that business. So I think that it reminds me of I, I guess what I'm thinking about is like, don't don't think that you have to have that direct knowledge to be able to own that business because, you know, more than likely, even the franchisors, they don't want you to be in that business. For example, if you are a contractor, that does not mean that you should own, you know, like this foreign concept. It's like, no, because you're not mm-hmm. going to be doing it. You're not going to be the one doing it. You're going to be managing the contractor. Right. So what's really important is, you know, your skills, your leadership skills, things of that nature. So I
0: think, I, th- I hope I answered your question. I think that that you is- did.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: And it just goes back to what we were talking about before. Shoot your shot. (laughs) Shoot your shot. At least have the conversation and find out whether or not, like, is it for you or is it not for you? And there's only one way to know. And that's by raising your hand, opening your mouth and asking the question. That's a really good point. And that also highlights the difference between being an owner and being an operator Mm-hmm. You know, or are you going to do like you, pr- especially with a franchise type of model, like you may not be able to do both and, and you may want to that. I mean, I'm, that would be something you would talk with them about. I imagine as well, determining exactly what their, what their desires were, but that right. is fascinating. That is fascinating. That's actually something we were just, I was talking about with a, a group of, of other uh, coaches and consultants just yesterday. A lot of us get started as the doers, like as the technicians, if you will, like mm. we, we we are doing it. We would be, we're, we're the owner and the employee in our business. <laughs> and for some of us, it, it looked a lot of different ways, like actually doing marketing and then, okay, now we're, we've are we moved into like consulting and coaching and, and things like that. And so it can be harder for us to draw the line, you know, so that's yeah. interesting. And I think that would be even more of an advantage uh, in terms of working with someone, uh, with working with you is that you would be there, uh-uh. Gotta do a mindset check here. Gotta do a mindset check here. Because what you're looking at here is you're owning now, right? Like you're owning, and and we're talking employees and and maybe not, and you know, you got employees for this and employees for that, and you gotta look bigger scale, probably bigger scale than most of us have have grown accustomed to looking, even owning our kind of solopreneur style or even small team style businesses the way that we do. But that that is really good. (laughs) Okay, so that is. It that's that's what we were going to talk about here today. And what I'd very much encourage you to do, listen, you know, you finish listening to this episode. I very much encourage you to choose any of the social media links uh, there in the show notes in terms of following Tamika and getting more information. She does regular webinars for free with all like different information, focusing on different topics, connect with her, follow her on your preferred social media platform. So that way you can stay up to date in terms of the information that she is offering. Because remember what we said, even if you're just considering it, shoot your shot, have that conversation with her, sit down and determine whether or not this is it for you. So that way you're not carrying around a what if, um, Tamika, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you. And I definitely want to implore um, the listeners to go on my website because speaking of home services right now, I am planning a series, which is going to be a webinar of about five, about five webinars, which with one sign up, where it's going to be all about home services. (laughs) It's going to be one major brand that has 17 different companies that you can actually own. And I am going to be uh, taking you through and getting a deeper dive into each um, of these companies. So the sign up is already up on my website. As soon as you click in, you will see the pop-up and uh, you'll be in for when we go ahead and start to launch those.
0: That is fantastic. And I mean, a lot of people are buying homes right now. A lot of people are selling homes right now. And the weather, of course, hasn't stopped yet. So home services is one of those things. We're always going to need it, right? Yeah. But yeah, so again, thank you so much for joining me. This is again, further evidence of the magic of not just clubhouse, but like real relationship building that you know, we're able to come together and, and create this type of content and hopefully provide an opportunity for even just one person to to get some knowledge around this particular type of business and this, you know, these types of business models. So that way they can change their future, change their community. Mm-hmm. So just thanks again for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Ruthie. This was fun. Thanks a lot.
0: for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at DefyTheStatusQuoBiz, and the link is in this episode's description. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.